the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by New Covenant Church, Greater Heights. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. Break every day. Compulsive behaviors and addictions have long been a pandemic in our society. People are in bondage to alcohol, drugs, pornography, codependent relationships, and more. If you or a loved one is stuck in the cycle of shame, guilt, and continued destructive behavior, keep listening. God wants everyone to walk out of the darkness and into His marvelous light. Recovery Radio Houston with Pastor John Allworth starts now. Good afternoon, Southeast Texas. It is so good to be with you here on a, what is it, Wednesday afternoon. I should it know is. that my show's on Wednesday. I'm here with a friend of the show, uh, Bill Glazer. He's been on before. He's a wonderful guest. He's a brother in Christ, and he's a brother in sobriety, So, which is a wonderful thing. Let's go into prayer. Father God, we come to you today with such gratitude on our hearts for everything that you've done in our lives. You are such a wonderful, gracious God. Father, we thank you for the miracles that we've seen in our own lives and the miracles that we see in other people in the recovery community. Father, we know that you are still in the miracle business, and we ask that that, that these words that are spoken today be yours and not ours, and they touch hearts and minds and lead people to Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. All right, so Bill and I have been talking before the program. We're here live in the studio, and you know, you may be out there, this show is about hope. And you may be out there and you may never have struggled with anything. But the truth of the matter is, is we're all recovering from something. We're all recovering, whether it's drugs, alcohol, some sort of addiction, codependence, anxiety, depression, anger. You know, we all go through trials and tribulations in this life. And so and if even if you think, no, that doesn't really apply to me, I guarantee you know someone who's under the bondage of addiction, a son, a daughter, a father, an uncle a co-worker, someone that you love, someone that you care about. So we're here to provide hope. And what we're going to talk about today, we're going to have three topics. We're going to talk briefly about pride keeping us from getting help. Then we're going to talk about two topics that my friend Bill has, has, um, set, has suggested, which have to do with staying sober once you're already sober. How do you do it? How do you walk the walk? How do, how do you keep from relapsing? Because relapse is a huge issue in addiction. Absolutely. It is a huge issue. So we're going to talk about some personal experiences and what we do uh, and what we think are the principles, the biblical principles that are most important in, in staying sober. So first of all, we were we were just talking about, Bill, as we, as we came into the studio today. You and I have similar backgrounds. I'm an attorney. You're a successful businessman. We have a quote-unquote professional reputation that we that, do. yeah that that we want to protect and that we wanted to protect even when we were drinking when we were in our addiction and that keeps a lot of people from getting help it, it really does um you know it's not not that you're embarrassed that you're drinking 
uh, I think it's the fear of losing respect from your coworkers that you're a quitter. Yeah. Like, oh, you're a quitter. You know, that joke about going to rehab. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and the truth of the matter is, is one, if you're into the bondage of addiction, you know, we don't want people to know we have a problem. We don't want to admit we're, we're too proud to admit that we have a problem, but the problem is people know, <laughs> and you're not kidding anybody, yeah, <laughs> you know, and, and certainly the people closest to you, your loved ones know. So you're not kidding anybody. And instead of people thinking less of you, my experience has been, you know, for a year, oh, I can't go to rehab. I don't want my clients to know. I don't want my, my family to know. I don't want anybody to know. But instead of being condemned, it's just like Christ. We're new creations in Christ. Well, people respected it. People appreciated it. People were glad about it. It's the singular, other than giving my life to Jesus Christ and maybe marrying my wife, it was the singular best decision I've ever made in my life. Yeah. People need to get help. And if you've got a loved one out there that needs help, there's hope. There's hope in, in faith-based recovery. There's hope in sobriety. You, They can do it, and you just got to keep loving them. Right. And, you know, you, you said it all. I mean, it's it's so easy to use that as a shield yeah. not to get help. That's a good point because it's not only your pride that keeps you from doing it because, you know, we're told all our lives, be a man, solve your own problems, do this, do that. And, you know, so you think, well, I'm going to do this myself. But, you know, unfortunately with addiction, most of us need some help. Absolutely. And so you can't do it without God. Amen. You just, you just can't. It's no. impossible. Yeah. So everybody knows you have a problem. Yeah. You might think you're hiding it. Yeah. But everybody, you're the worker that your customer knows you have a problem. That's true. When you have four vodka waters at lunch, yeah. They know you have a problem. Yeah, they do. They can tell. So, there's no and, and and then we persuade ourselves I'm a functioning alcoholic. I'm a functioning drinker. Right. And, and I can tell you, you may be functioning, but you ain't functioning the way you should be. <laughs> and you're not fooling anybody. No, you're not. You're, you're really not. And, and I was just met with such, such love and such um, gratitude that I, that I changed my life. And that I'd give, give, you know, my, my experience has been that I gave my life to Christ and I got sober at the same time. Right. So it was a double blessing, yes, sir. <laughs> be, you know, beyond measure, you know, so uh, it, it was wonderful. But I, everyone, whether they knew about the faith-based aspect of it or not, was just appreciative that, that you know, and my dad even said, man, it's good, good to have the old John back, you know, there so, you, you know, so. Even people that did not like me. Yes, when, that's something. When, when, <laughs> I know it's hard to believe that people didn't like me, but awesome. people that didn't like me would come to me. And of course, you're you're in this, 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 I was in like, a, I put myself in a cocoon where you couldn't hurt me after I got out of rehab. I was very careful about what I did and, and, I, and I hid, yeah. you know, it, but that's okay. You, you have to grow in steps. Yeah. But I, I was hiding myself and people would come to me and go, Hey man, that is really an awesome thing that you're doing. I'm very proud of you. Yeah. It, great. it rocked me to my core that a person that we either had words or flat out said, Hey, I don't care for you. Yeah. Come to me and go, I'm proud of you. Yeah. Isn't that awesome? It is. It, it's very uplifting. It is. So not only, and we're going to talk a little bit about this. Not only are you proud of yourself for this. Uh, it was such a feeling of accomplishment. It's one of the greatest accomplishments of my life, clearly. And I give all credit to him. Absolutely. All credit to, to my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Because I, I did try to get sober on my own a few times. Mm -hmm. And I made it a couple of months. 
here and there. Uh, but but uh, I always went back to it. Like uh, the Bible calls it, it's very graphic. The Bible calls it a dog returning to his vomit. But um, you know, um, yeah, it's, it says it all. <laughs> so you know, so uh, but yeah, so but let's talk about. Okay, so um, now you've made that decision, and if you're on the fence out there, pull the trigger, baby, man. You know, really, if you listen to this podcast, by the way, you can Recovery Radio Houston or on podcast. You can search through Apple or or Google, or wherever you get your podcast, or this radio station, KKHT, and we've had people do that, as you and I were talking about, Bill. Uh, and it, listen, if you need help, I'm going to repeat this a couple of times. This is God has been so good to me, the least I can do is give back a little bit. You can email me at Pastor John, J-O-N, Pastor John, J-O-N, at nccgreaterheights.org. That's from our church, New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, nccgreaterheights.org. Send me an email. I'll, you know, If you don't have insurance, it's okay. I'll, I'll find you a faith-based rehab that you can go into for free, and we'll get you some help. Uh, we've had people do that, and, and it works. There are people, there are warriors in the kingdom that are doing incredible work, and uh, as a, one of the blessings of this show is I've been able to meet a whole bunch of them and I can help you, and I can help your loved ones. So please, Pastor John, J-O-N, at nccgreaterheights.org. All right, Bill, let's talk can I, about— Can I jump back real quick about sure. what you shared before the show? Absolutely. So Pastor John shares this story about he got a phone call from a guy in Florida, or excuse me, an email yeah. at Pastor John at nccgreaterheights.org, and he is in Florida and needs help. Well, guess what? Pastor John can help. Got him help. Got him in a faith based program, and I that just that blows my hair back. That is awesome. I don't that know is how, God at work right God, there. That's for God you. at work. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't know. How I came across the podcast in Florida, hey. but he did a faith based rehab twenty miles from where he lives. Twenty miles. <laughs> he could have walked. Yeah. Well, anyway, God God would have sent him. Yeah. A, for our friends at Project Hope, we had Michael Vecchio who runs Project Hope on here a couple of weeks ago. So that's what we're about. You know, I'm 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 on the board of directors of the Open Door Mission that's here in town in Houston. I know faith-based rehabs for for ladies uh, in Cleveland and here in Houston. And so wherever you're at, I'll, I'll find one, and, and and that's what we do. So because uh, God's been just so so good to us. So all right, Bill. So let's go over your point number one. Okay. So um, you know it's and, and we're talking about now. You, you've gone through rehab, right? And and you're sober, and now. You've called on God because, as you said, without God I can't. Without but without me, God won't. So now we got to take a, a role in it. Right. So. so we'll pretend like it's the fourth day of rehab. And, okay. And I I rededicate my life to Jesus Christ. Amen. And so, you know, you use that relationship, that love, the strength to, to get through any situation because He provides I, I through can His do all grace. Thanks to Christ who strengthens me. Amen. Amen. And you have to try. It's like any relationship. If you get out there and you're not putting it in, you're not going to get it out. So, I and then I I could go back and talk about anything in your life. If you don't put it in, you don't get it out. Well, with it's the same with Christ. He's he's always going to love us, but we have to put forth the effort. That's true. So, but know you're loved, and most of all, you have to understand you're forgiven. So, um, that is so huge because. My, my, my journey was I couldn't forgive myself. Yeah, I understand. And it took me probably a year and a half after I sobered up. Really? To, to 
put that 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 pebble down that becomes a boulder every once in a while, right? Yeah. So put that down and just walk with God. See, I seek Him every day. I seek Him hundreds of times a day now. Our relationship is great, but you have to seek God and get that get that love. You know, it's an interesting thing because there's some tension sometimes between the sec what I might call the secular. I think all recoveries, you know, faith based. Uh, yes. tw- even the twelve steps are sure. are have Bible. They're based on biblical principles and 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 faith based. Because I have some pastor friends and some other people say, okay, when you're delivered, that's it. That's it. But you know, you don't you don't just go to church one time. Hear a good sermon, read a couple of verses in, of a you know the gospel, and you're a Christian for the you, you walk you walk you keep going to church you keep spending time with him you, and the same thing is true about recovery and if it's faith based recovery it's based in Jesus Christ you got to spend time with him man you got to keep keep getting to know him make him part of your life and that's where true God doesn't want you to just be sober he wants you to be restored he wants you to have absolute right. restoration and and that's where it comes from. It comes from 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 walking it out, and uh, to me, my spiritual activities are are the most important part of my recovery, without a doubt. It's you know, we give up everything for our addiction. Yeah, we do, don't we? Okay, that <laughs> yeah. was that was my wife gave me that, and then why can't you give up that one thing for everything else? Yeah. So it, it's like say that again. Say that again. So we give up everything for our addiction. Right, our family, our work, our it, career, everything, everything else becomes second. Right. St- yeah, the addiction is everything. Right. Yeah. Why can't I give up that one thing for everybody else? Everything else, your job, your career, your right. relationship with God, your your wife, your kids, your I mean, everything. It becomes you know that's one of the great gifts of sobriety is being present. Right. Because yeah, because when I was let's say I was my extended family's in Austin, I'd go visit them. Well, I was looking for a way to get out of the house to go party, you know? I mean, that's what was foremost on my mind. So I hour in, I'm like, hey, I got to go see somebody else, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's a, right. Yeah, you know, but now I just go and, you know, we have Christmas, we have Thanksgiving, we have whatever, or just a weekend, and it's such a blessing. Man. Well, that one thing is not in the way for you to connect with everybody. Exactly. So if if you don't have that one thing, that addiction that you're having to feed, you can connect to people. And it really doesn't matter what the addiction is. It can be... Alcohol, food. cocaine, it can, it can be anything. It can be gambling, it yes. can be pornography, it can be whatever right. it is. So it's that becomes – and the other thing that, that that is sort of a corollary to this that is so interesting and, and that people, particularly us, people like us, professionals, oh, I don't have time. I don't have enough time <laughs> to go to rehab. I can't, I can't afford the time. When you look at all the time that you invest in that addiction, it's, it's, as you just said, you give up everything. Compared to going and spending 30, 60, even 90 days in a rehab is nothing to, to get the rest of your life right. restored. So I'll be three years sober in November. Congratulations. And I already got my ROI on my rehab. That's pretty good. You terms. did, yeah. That inside is. of inside <laughs> of three years, return on investment. Yes, for sorry, yeah, return okay. on investment. <laughs> yeah, so. And uh, my wife and I joke about that. Um, so, it just uh, if you're a professional listening, it's worth uh, think of it as a long vacation because you're really you're going to pay yourself back um, easily, easily. Uh, you know, and I. When you when when I walk with the Lord and everything He has blessed me with in the last two years and 
10 months, whatever the number is. I would not have any of that if yeah. I had not have given up that one thing. Okay. That addiction. We had a, we had something in, in rehab and, and we all got it wrong. I think they got it wrong, but I'll explain that in a second. Anyway, we, we were supposed to put on, on, a, on five cards, things that we didn't want to give up in our lives or the things that were the most important to I us. That. And we were down to one card and everybody put down my house, my job, my wife, you know, um, and so what we all flunked what we were supposed to be left with, according to the people in rehab was sobriety, because with sobriety, you could get everything else back. That is correct. Now, for me, I would have put sobriety second in my relationship with Jesus Christ first, because right. they're, they're hand in hand. But the pr- point being is, is that without it, you know, you, you, you just have nothing. And, and I just, I love that what your wife said, you give up one thing to get everything else back. Or you can give up everything else for this one thing. And it's not worth it, man. It's it's not worth it. The, the one thing. I don't care what it is and how deep you are and how much you think it has you in chains. Those chains can be broken. And his name is Jesus Christ who can break them. That's right. And he, the love. So, you know, we all, me personally, I can't say we all. Me personally, I drank to fill a hole. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And, and we've talked about this before. Yeah. Um, to fill that void, you never can get enough exactly. because that void never goes away. No, it doesn't. Well, when, when Christ comes into your life and I'm, I'm, I'm walking with Christ, that void is full. It's the only thing that can fill it up. Let's go to the forgiven one next. Okay. But before we do, uh, can we play our commercial please? In John chapter 5, Jesus asked the paralyzed man, do you want to be healed? He'd been laying there, helpless, for 38 years. This is Pastor John Allworth of New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, and I want to invite you to our Sunday night services. We are a Bible-based, spirit-filled, non-denominational recovery church. You might say, well, I'm not in recovery. Well, not so fast. We are all recovering from something. It might be alcohol or drugs, or it might be depression, anxiety, anger, relationship issues, resentment, or shame and guilt over past mistakes. I ask you, do you want to be healed? Do you need a move of God in your life? The Bible is a book about recovery, and there is a vaccine. His name is Jesus Christ. We worship at 6 p.m. at 240 West 18th Street, 77008. If you believe in the transformative power of a relationship with Jesus Christ, join us Sunday nights in the Heights. I want to invite everybody to join us. Uh, who was that guy on that commercial? I'm kidding. Uh, so, uh, but uh, <laughs> anyway, I want everybody to join us. Uh, we, we've been having some wonderful, the, the presence of the Lord is, you know, we've got a great worship team and. And we usher in the Holy Spirit. He's, of course, he walks in with us, but but it's just nice to to know that he's so welcome and invited. And anyway, I, I'll be preaching this Sunday. I'd love to meet you. But I said something in that commercial, which was recorded long ago, about shame and guilt. Amen. And uh, that's tough. That's something that goes hand in hand with addiction. So t- tell us about your experience with that, Bill. So you know the the shame and the guilt they go they go hand they're handcuffed, um, and. You know, what you did to your family, what you did to your career, what you did to the people at work that support you um, uh, at work, um, your friends, um, you, you, you become clear again. Okay. That fog's lifted. Yeah, boy. And <laughs> you look, I looked behind me and saw this wake of destruction. Wow. Wow. And I care, like I said before, 
I carried that for about a year and a half before God helped me work through that. Okay. Um, so you just, it's so important to understand that, hey, God has forgiven you. Okay. You, it's okay to forgive yourself. If the creator of the universe can forgive us of Amen. our sins and he has forgiven, I mean, Moses was a murderer. I mean, uh, the thief on the cross uh, next to uh, as he's being crucified, he says, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. I mean, if he can come down and forgive us, because, I mean, the truth of the matter is we've all made so many mistakes. Mm-hmm. And he took all these billions and trillions of mistakes and he tacked them all on that cross and he forgave all of us. And if he can do that, then we can forgive ourselves. You know, you know, Bill and I have talked on this program before about how we have uh, rewritten the 12 steps. Right. And to put Christ in it. And um, what we have done in step eight is normally just make a list of people who have harmed us and became willing to make amends to them all. We have added including ourselves. <laughs> that, that's important. Yeah, it really is. You just, if, if, you, if you've tried to get sober and you failed, this might be a key, that, that you, a mountain you couldn't climb. Yeah. Okay. You, you have to understand that, you know, like you said, Christ died on the cross, okay, to, for, for us to be forgiven. And it's okay to forgive yourself, okay? It's okay to, let, let's look forward. The rearview mirror is small, smaller than the windshield for a reason, folks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so let's keep our eye in front of us. Let's move forward and, and, and get through this. Well, you know, the enemy whispers in us, oh, you're no terrible. good. Yeah, you, you, you did this, you did that. And, and the truth of the matter is this amends process that we go through, again, I know not everybody has the same experience, and there's some people that perhaps don't respond as, as you might hope. But for those that were closest to me, all I found was love and forgiveness and Absolutely. and and just so much appreciation that I I had changed that I wanted to change that I that I cared and that I you know was changing through the power of Jesus Christ. And so that amends process you you can you can make up for all these things. People are just glad that that you, that you've found Christ that you've gotten sober that you're on track and that that you're back to being present with them and you know the the there's a saying in recovery too the past is history and the present is a gift there you go. <laughs> yeah and so you you just can't and it does keep people uh, from getting sober not only that it keeps them from relapsing i mean the truth of the matter is you know relapse rates are pretty high and i would love and i don't have the capability to do it but i'd love to have it done somehow and maybe someday i'll figure out how to get it done i would love to see the difference between people who just go through quote unquote secular recovery and people who have a true spiritual awakening and and incorporate a faith-based portion into their recovery. Because i got to think that it's the percentage of people that stay sober and don't relapse is exponentially higher than the people that that only have secular. Is secular 3%? Is that the number? Something like that. Oh, Jennifer's saying 2%. No, she's saying we got two minutes. (laughs) Okay, well, I was close. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) So let's just circle back to, look— you can't focus. It's hard because all you hear about is is in your mind what you've done wrong. Yeah. So yeah. put it down and let's move forward. That's my message that I wanted to say today. And thank you for having me. Well, it's it's always great having you, Bill. We'll we'll do this every couple of months. You there know? you go. Yeah, and just uh, just talk about it because 
you know, the enemy, he loves secrets. Mm. When people have secrets, man, he beats you up with that, you know. And when you're, when you're holding some, when there's part of your life that you won't give, to, you won't surrender to Jesus Christ, then the enemy's got you. Because the, you've got a secret because you don't want people to know about it. Right. And sometimes you don't want people to know you've got a secret because you don't want to stop. And so um, it, it, that shame and guilt and embarrassment, man, there's nothing that's, you know, people, everybody that's in your life has made plenty of mistakes. I mean, when you own up to, to what you've done and you address it, that's when you get respect. Not, that's right. Not when you continue to stay down in, in whatever's holding you down. They really the, do. Yeah. I mean, the the respect factor is, you know, like I said, before I, I got sober, I was embarrassed to even think about going to rehab. People knowing I got rehab. Obviously, I trumpeted on the radio now. <laughs> yeah. And if I could afford TV, I'd probably do it there too. You right. Know? So, so, but because uh, by the way, I have to pay on the. We have to pay to be on there. That is That's, correct. I'm not. I'm not a. Who's the guy? Howard Stern. He gets paid eight million dollars to be on the show. <laughs> We're doing this out of the love of our hearts. So, um, anyway, uh, it's it's wonderful to be with everybody again. If you if you need help or you know somebody that needs help, I, I, I'd love to try to help you. Because I know somebody that really can help you, and his name is Jesus Christ. Pastor John, J-O-N, at nccgreaterheights.org. And join us this Sunday at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, 240 West 18th Street at 6 p.m. We love you at New Covenant Church, Greater Heights, but more importantly, God loves you more than you can possibly imagine. Good night and amen. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.